Jeremiah 3.15, And I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Welcome to the podcast of the Kadesh Family Church, Newark Branch, a place where Jesus resides. Our main goal and purpose is to provide the solid foundation of Bible-based teachings for our day-to-day living. Preached to you by our residing pastor, Reverend Dr. Charles Osset. We hope you are blessed by the Word of God, and may your life never be the same. Everything you do. Amen. The Bible says, above all things, what? Why is it important to guard your heart? Why is it important to guard your heart? Yeah. So guard it. Protect it. Hallelujah. We guard many things. There are many things we guard. Hallelujah. We guard our bank statements. We guard our wallets. We guard, we guard a lot of things. But the Bible says, above all things, there's one particular thing you need to guard. is your heart. Hallelujah. It means protect your heart. Hallelujah. It means if there's a wall to build, build a wall around your heart, not a wall on Mexico border. <laughs> the reason why they want to build a wall is to prevent... You see, okay, let's use that as a good example. The reason why you want to build a wall is so that people don't cross over. Because when people come cross by, they will affect your country. In the same way, build a wall around your heart. Be careful what you allow to enter your heart. The reason being that your life emanates or begins from the heart. And once your heart is contaminated, your life is contaminated. Are there spiritual people here? So do everything to guard your heart. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Prevent your heart from getting poisoned. Guard your heart. Above all else, guard your heart. Hallelujah. Because once your heart gets contaminated, you are contaminated. So God is saying that, look, I say, say, man is a spirit, he has to to live in the body. As a human being, as a spiritual being, the center of your life is your heart. So guard it. Protect your heart. Once your heart is spoiled, your life is spoiled. Hallelujah. So it's very, very important that we protect our hearts. See, there is a verse in Matthew. Matthew 15, 19. Matthew 15, 19. For from the heart. The Bible says from the heart. Come from the heart. Come, evil thoughts. Murder. Adultery, all other sexual immorality, theft, lying, and slander. They, come, they don't come from their mind. They come from their heart. Hallelujah. So what, the, you see, so what the Bible is trying to say is that these things are not accident as you think. When you see these things, they have entered your heart. Hallelujah. Amen. For from the heart come distance. 
So they are not, they don't happen by accident as you want us to believe. Envying, murder, slander. If you, if you see somebody exhibiting those behaviors, they have entered his heart. Hallelujah. Amen. That, is why you are, that is why the Bible says, guard your heart. Protect your heart. You see, let me tell you something. Don't allow your heart to be poisoned. Hallelujah. No, no, no. Don't allow unforgiveness to enter your heart. Hallelujah. You see, just as in the natural, we talk about things that give you a healthy heart. So the show, maintain cholesterol. Make sure your cholesterol is fine. Make sure that your sugar level is okay. Because when these things get into your system, they affect your heart. You see, they block, they give you to heart attack. High cholesterol and all those type of uh, fat and sugar and all those things. They, they, they clog your heart. So these things, when it gets into your system, enters your heart and clog your heart. And give you a heart attack. That's why you have a heart attack. In the natural. In the same way, spiritually, they are what are called spiritual co- cholesterol. Hatred. Unforgiveness, bitterness, they clog your heart, and when they enter your heart, they give you a spiritual heart attack. So fight it. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, have a sweet spirit. Say, have a sweet spirit. Yes, it's very important for your life. Fight it. Because a lot of a lot of poison wants to enter your heart. Hallelujah. Bitterness wants to enter. Unforgiveness wants to enter. Hatred wants to enter. And just as cholesterol, sugar, and this can affect your heart physically, these things can affect your heart spiritually. Hallelujah. So God is saying that guard your heart. Put a wall, a security around your heart. And the reason why the Bible is telling us that you see, once they once they are able to enter, you are contaminated. So prevent them from entering. That's why I read the verse in Matthew: "For out of the heart come a distance." So don't allow them to enter. They may be in your mind, but don't allow them to enter, because you see, it, it can be around your your mind is the border, but don't let it drop down into your heart, because. Once it enters your heart, it has literally entered a point of no return. Now you will manifest it. So guard it. Put, get security. Get metal detectors around your heart. Make sure that some things don't enter. Because when they enter, you are contaminated. For out of your heart comes this. So don't believe, oh, you see, when you begin to see this thing, it's coming from the person's heart. Is somebody hearing me? Yes. So if you want a good life, protect your heart. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Just as in the natural, if you want a healthy life, make sure you have a good heart. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Because there are things that contaminate the heart in the natural. Hallelujah. Amen. In the smoking. They don't contaminate the, 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 the heart. They give you heart disease. And once your see, once your heart is gone, literally your life is gone. 
Hallelujah. Physically, in the same way. So that is why you should not let that boy who, who did not marry you affect you. Preaching. The boy did not marry you. Yes, he did not. He slept with you. You shouldn't have allowed, but you allowed it. I'm telling them. You shouldn't. Because you, you should have listened to me earlier on and not have allowed him. Because earlier on I told you that why buy the car when you can drink the milk free? And you give the person milk. You don't buy the car. <laughs> I told you earlier on he didn't listen to me. I told you earlier that when people start drinking milk, they don't pay for the car. <laughs> I told you, but he didn't listen. So you gave the person free milk. Now you are wondering why he doesn't want to pay for the car. He won't pay. <laughs> I know things. So, you see, but you see, don't let that experience make you bitter. Because it, it, it has contaminated you. You are hurt. You are wounded. But he has moved on. <laughs> he has moved on. He has moved on. He has moved on. And you are so hurt. You are so bitter. And it's contaminating you. How do I know it is contaminating you? Now you begin to see men in a certain light that even when a good man comes, you can't see. You are contaminated. You are actually contaminated. Yeah. So even when good people come, you don't see. And you, 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 you are now so suspicious. You understand? You are so suspicious. You, you don't even flow anymore. You are contaminated. You should let that thing go away. Don't walk in bitterness. Yes, what he did was not right, but don't, 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 don't let it enter your heart. You did somebody good. The person paid you back with evil. Let it go. Let it go. Don't let it contaminate you. That's why I said, tell your neighbor, have a sweet spirit. Always. Even as pastors, you know, pastors can get hit. All pastors get hit. Some of you have offended me. If I was to let the bit, you know what I'm talking about. You, you offended me. I have to forgive you, otherwise, I can't preach. I, you know, I have to have a sweet spirit. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, so but that's why I say, guard it. Amen. If you want to have a good life, if you want to have a sweet spirit, yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. For out of it comes all these evil things. Amen. Amen. Put the security around your heart. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't be bitter. You see, don't be bitter. Don't be bitter. Don't be hit. Don't. You see, the Bible says that the message of the Lord they are renewed every morning. Every morning, God gives you new messes. You see, every morning, God gives you new messes. Are you hearing me? It means that every morning, whatever happened in the past, God said, look, clean. 
So if God gives you a clean slate every morning, why can't you also start a new day with a... Why can't you also start a day with a clean slate? Forgive everybody who offended you yesterday. Today's new. They will offend you again. Forgive. Every day, wipe the slate. Every day. Because you expect God to give you a clean slate. Why don't you give your neighbor a clean slate? Guard your heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's, it's your, I'm talking about your life. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So last week I talked about having an, have an encouraging heart. See, a heart. Because you see, and the reason why you need to have an encouraging heart is that there are a lot of things, that are, there are lot of things in life that are dis- designed to disappoint you. Life has a lot of disappointment. Life really has a lot of disappointment and unexpected outcomes. That if you dwell on it, you will forever be sad. Hallelujah. So have this heart that keeps on recharging in encouragement. And, and let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Learn to encourage yourself. Don't expect people to encourage you. Learn to encourage yourself. Don't expect people. Don't expect people to encourage you. Yeah. The Bible says one time David went to war. He went to war with his men. They went to do the work of God. And when they came back, the enemy has stolen all the women and the children. They don't want to do, they want to do something good. Though. But when they came back, the enemy has taken away all the women and the children. And then the people, the, the soldiers that he went with, started accusing him. Yes. It's your fault. Can you imagine? You did something good, now they are blaming you. It's your fault. It's because of you that we are having this problem. Everybody started accusing David. Yeah. But you know, the Bible said, but David encouraged David encouraged himself in the Lord. Because there comes a point, nobody will encourage you. You have to encourage yourself in the Lord. If you think people are going to give you it's okay, it's okay. Oh, please forget, they won't. Aha! Uh-huh. And David was greatly destroyed. Greatly destroyed. For the people spoke of stoning him. Because the soul of the people was grieved. Every man for his son and for his daughter. You see? Difficulty. Everybody was in David. You are, you are the problem. But David encouraged himself in the Lord. Learn to encourage yourself in the Lord. Amen. Learn to say that, look, no, even if it doesn't work, God is with me. Amen. Even if you say no, God says yes. You see, learn to speak to yourself in the Lord. Don't, pe- pe- look. M- more, people are more likely to show you your weaknesses than your strength. So David encouraged himself in the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. 
Your husband, is, you see, your husband is more likely to, to, to speak against the food that is not cooked well. The day you cook well, you say anything. I notice. The day you cook well, they don't say anything though. But the day the food is not well, that's when they speak. So people are good at talking about negative and positive things. Every day you have been cooking, the food is nice. You didn't say thank you. One day that the assault was small. You see, what about every... I'm preaching. So you must learn to encourage yourself in the Lord. It's amazing when you do the right thing, they don't compliment. But one wrong thing. I'm preaching. You do all, you, all the right they don't compliment. They will say they don't compliment, but the day you do one wrong thing. Thank you. It becomes CNN headline news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's amazing. David encouraged himself. Learn to encourage yourself in the Lord. Learn to say good things about yourself. Learn to say that I am doing well. Learn to say say good things about yourself. Hallelujah. Even if nobody says, say about yourself. David encouraged himself in the Lord. If you think by having a pity party look, people will look, they won't. Thank you, it's a waste. And I'll give you the reason why. When was the last time you went to a shop? The last time you went to a shop and you saw something on the shelf, $20, and you pick it up, $20. And then when you go to the till, you told the, the, the cashier, even though it's $20, I want to pay $30. I said, when was the last time you saw something in the shop was $20? Then you go to the till, you see the cashier, and you said, oh, even though it is marked $20, even though it was priced $20, I want to pay $30. No. No. You have never thought Anybody has done that before? No. <laughs> okay, I'll show you why. Do, do, do you know what I'm trying to tell you? So what I'm trying to tell you is that the price you put on yourself is the price people give you. I say the price you put on yourself is the price people give you. So if you mark down yourself as $20, they will treat you as $20. If you give a $15 worth to yourself, they will treat you as $15. So learn to magnify yourself. Give yourself a million dollars. And oh, yeah. Whatever label you put on yourself. If, like you said, if anything at all, people want a reduction. Even when you say you are 100, they want to give you 50. Then you say you are 25. Oh, they will. <laughs> 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 they will take you for free. Is somebody hearing me? Yes. I'm preaching a prophetic message. Begin to mark your value. Amen. Somebody begins to increase your value. Amen. And your value will go up. David encouraged himself in the Lord. 
a friend. I mean, the way he can magnify himself. I've never seen anybody who can magnify himself like that. In fact, he's the only person, I don't know what he was even the right thing to do. But he told me one day, he was feeling good about it. He was the only person that one day he was on a flight. He bought an economy class and sat in business class and nobody asked him a question. I mean, he was, I mean, the way he dressed. You see, you see, good guy. He said he sat at business class. No, the waitress, nobody bothered to ask him. <laughs> Please don't go and try. Don't go and try. <laughs> This person, what I'm telling you, you can't. Uh, can, uh, the witch, the, the, the air hostess, the way you scared to ask him, say, Where's your ticket? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One time he visited me. You see, where I live, there's a country club, country club, golf country club. Like, country club, you know, you have to be a member of the country club, golf. Can you believe that when he came, before he came to my house, he walked to the country club. <laughs> Just sat there, chatted with the club members, and nobody asked whether he was a member. <laughs> yeah. My wife knows the person I'm talking about. Nobody asked him whether he was a member. Because the way he has dressed, carried himself and sat. No, no white man, there were rich white men. Nobody dared ask the guy whether he's a member. He, because he looked like a member. <laughs> hey, look, David encouraged himself in the law. Stop putting low value on yourself. That's what people will give you. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's talk about another heart, an optimistic heart, a heart of optimism. What's the, what's the English word? Op. Uh huh. I said optimism, but my wife says what? Optim. I beg you. What prof? What is it? So opt a heart of what? A heart of optimism. Hey, hey, optimism. Whatever it is. <laughs> What for it? <laughs> a heart of optimism. Hallelujah. And why do I say that? You know, there are a lot of things that can make you sad. And there are a lot of things that can make you pessimistic. Which is the opposite of what? <laughs> a lot of things can make you pessimistic. Some people are pessimistic. Like they say, it depends on your personality. Either the glass is half full or half empty. An optimist will say the glass is half full. A pessimist will say the glass is half empty. Same glass. Some people will say, oh, it's half full. Good. Some people say it's half empty. Oh. Hallelujah. Yeah. Because there are a lot of things that can distress you. There are a lot of things that can make you lose hope. Amen. Yeah. There are a lot of things that can make you lose hope. Oh, yeah. You can lose hope. Because you see, when you start to, you, I mean, you have hope. You think that, oh, this is going to work. Then almost when it's about to work, you get the phone call. You seem to have gone through all the 
process. And then at the last minute, you get a call. You seem to have done everything. You are hoping that this June, the wedding is coming on. Then May, you get a call. <coughs> my mother says that I am... My mother says that I am too young. Your, your mother... <laughs> God forbid. God forbid. God forbid. My mother says, God forbid. I am too young. You, you, know you, you did it when you were too young. Yeah. See, see, you hope different. Look, I have known people who have printed wedding cards and the wedding was cancelled. Not only on one occasion, on two multiple occasions. Yeah. That will not be your portion. I said that will not be your portion. Yeah, you people who have sent your application almost about to be proved, then a new something new comes up. deal almost about to happen so and and what it does is that those things if you don't take care it can make you lose hope it can make your heart the bible says that hope deferred hope deferred makes the heart sick see every time it's like hope deferred it's like i'm almost there then something happens if you continue if you don't take care your heart will be sick show them that scripture hope deferred Listen, brother. Hope deferred maketh the heart sick. But when the desire cometh, it is a tree of life. Yeah. Hope deferred. It's like almost there. Then suddenly something happens. You have a lot of bills. You pay uh, and when you are about to finish, then something is break down. <laughs> it's like you would think that oh, by August 2019, I'll be totally debt free. Then July 31st, the car breaks down. You are starting all over again. At the point you give up. Hope deferred. Makes the heart sick. Hallelujah. Yeah. It makes your heart sick. You, build, you are building a house. You do, 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 do. Almost at the lentil level, they get the notice. There's flooding in the area. Now they... You are calculating. The dollar is not easy to get. Working with the dollar, you calculate it, you bring the dollar, then you go and change it. In the, they, they are building, they are building. Then suddenly, at a point, you ask yourself, well, How much strength do I have to continue this? And, and that's what makes you fall back because hope deferred makes the heart sick. Hallelujah! So, you need to have you should, that is why you need to encourage yourself. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. Hallelujah. Yeah. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. When you are, you see, you see when you are discouraged, when you are discouraged, you need to talk to the right people. It's not everybody you should talk to. You need to talk to the right people. But most of us, when things don't work out, instead of talking to the right people, we recall into our cell. And I'm telling you, that's the most dangerous thing you ever did. When you are sad, find somebody to talk to. Don't go hiding. The devil will begin to speak to you. 
Don't. Don't. Find somebody that you can talk to. Not everybody, but somebody you can talk to. Because the greatest mistake you ever make is to pull back. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. There is always somebody you can talk to. Amen. See the fact that you see the fact that a friend disappointed you. So now when you have, when you are going through difficulty, you don't sh- you shut up. No. You make a mistake. Hallelujah. It is always, you see, there is this verse in Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 9 and 10. Ecclesiastes. It says two are better than one. Two is always better than one. Because they have a good reward for their labor. Two are better than one. Two are better than one. Because they have a good reward for their labor. We always think of this verse in terms of marriage. It's not only marriage. Just having somebody to discuss with, to talk to is better than one. Two are better than one. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him that is alone. When he falleth, he had no one that to help him. Preaching to you. Two are better than one. It's not only for marriage. It's not only marriage. It means in life, you need to have a friend. Two are better than one. It is always good to have somebody you can talk to and discuss to like a difficult. Not everybody do, but there's always somebody you can talk to. Are you hearing me? Yeah. Because two are better than one. Because you have a reward for their labor. Hallelujah. Yeah. So stop this year. I am hurt. I am wounded. I'm disappointed. Things didn't go right. And therefore I go back into my shell. Come out of your shell. Because when you stay in your shell, you'll be crushed. We are good at recalling to our shell. Preaching. No. Come out. Two are better than one. Two are better than one. For the harder we work for their labor. And if you fall, one will lift him up. It's not only in marriage. You need a pastor, you need a counselor. In the multitude of counselors, there's safety. There is somebody who can lift you up out of that situation. So don't hide, don't recall, don't be in your cell. I don't talk anymore. No, the devil, you don't talk anymore, the devil will talk to you. Better than one. Yes. Am I preaching to you? I believe God is ministering to you. You are coming out. I say you are coming out. Have an encouraging heart. An optimistic heart. Hallelujah. Yes. Have faith that things will work. I say have faith that things will work. I say, have faith that this will work. Amen. Believe that this will work. Yes. Believe that this problem will end. Yes. 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 Y
of the one, one, one of the silly things, I call it silly. One of the silly things I sometimes I hear church members say that look, why didn't you come to church? And the answers were right. I was going through some challenges, so that's why I stayed at home. I was like, you, I say, you, you don't think far. You don't think far. What do you think the church is there for? When was the last time you went to the hospital and, pe- and you saw healthy people? Why are you in the hospital? Because I'm feeling well. Why did you come to the ER? Because I'm feeling well. I said, when was the last time you did? Why are you, why do you, why are you in the ER? I'm feeling very well and healthy. That's why I've come. People come to the hospital because they are sick. They need healing. They need help. In the same way, the church is meant for the weak, the sick. The, the, the reason why you should be in church because you have a problem. You need to hear from God and don't stay home. Amen. When the marriage is not working, come to church. Hallelujah. Amen. So don't, don't stay in your corner. I'm depressed. That's why I don't come. No, rather you should come. For his word is medicine. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, I want you to, you see, let me tell you something. God can give you friends who are trustworthy. I said God can give you friends who are trustworthy. May God give you friends who are trustworthy. Friends who will encourage you. Friends who will strengthen you. Yeah. Trustworthy. Hallelujah. Look. In Romans chapter 10, verse 10, I believe in that. Romans chapter 10, verse 10, a believing heart. Romans 10, 10. It's a verse we use for salvation. For with the heart. For with what? Man believeth unto what? And with the mouth, confession is made unto what? But what do you believe with? I said, what do you believe with? I said, what do you you use to believe with? Have, tell your neighbor, have a believing heart. This will work. Yes. Ah, what is your problem? Why do you always think this will not work? Yes. Believe in heart. Amen. Believe that it will work. Yes. 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 Have a believing heart. Yes. Believe that your future is bright. Amen. I said, believe that your future is bright. Amen. Believe that you will marry and have children. Amen. You better say amen. amen. I said, believe that you have marry and children. Believe that you will prosper and flourish. Believe that you will be righteous and holy. Have a believing heart. Believe that you will live long and all your enemies will be ashamed. Believe in heart. Because your salvation, which you believe you go to heaven, it comes from the heart. He said, if you believe in your heart, and you confess with your mouth, you shall be saved. So the heart is used for believing. Yes. Just as you believe that when you die, you go to heaven because you believe with your heart. In the same way, and, and you will surely go to heaven. Yes. That's what the word of God says. In the same way, believe that things will work out. Yes. Believe that you have a job. Yes. Believe that you have a job. Yes. Believe that you have a school. Yes. Believe that nobody can send you out of this country. Yes. Yes. 
Rather believe that you go on vacation yeah. and you come back. me and I said, hey, this is your testimony. Pray for me. He said, I said, well, so he went to Ghana. His, his father just died. And so I said, so, hey, your father, I'm sorry to hear that your father died. So, right, my father. At the new company, my cousin is called Charles. He said, Charles, my father. He died at the age of 103. Wow. And he never went to hospital. The only time he went to hospital was when he was about to die. 103. Can you believe it? Yes, he never went to hospital. The only time he went to hospital was when he died. One o three. The only time he entered the hospital was when. I said, "Hey, this is your blessing. If your father gave you any, as I told my friend, if there's any inheritance you need from your father, it's not his car. So this, this is what you need. This is what you don't need. Ah, this is what you need. One o three. Never entered the hospital." He entered the hospital. He said, When he entered the hospital, the doctor, the doctor, the doctor, so, this one is old age. There's no point. <laughs> 103. Believe that you will live at 80 years Amen. and not lie in the hospital bed. When he said, I said, Hey, this blessing, I tell you, if there's any inheritance you need from your father, this one. 103. Never, no, he died, never entered the hospital. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. I said, receive it in the name of Jesus. 103. 103. Hallelujah. So have a believing heart. You will live and you will not die. Amen. Keep believing. I said, keep believing. I said, keep believing. Hallelujah. Keep believing. Keep believing. I say keep believing. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So that's a believing heart. A heart that believes in things. Don't be too pessimistic. Believe that your child will be well. Amen. Believe that your job will work. Amen. Believe. Amen. For you believe. Amen. And you'll be saved. Stop being doubtful. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. That's a believing heart. Let me talk to you about a heart that is faithful. Nehemiah chapter 9, verse 7. Nehemiah chapter 9, verse 7 to 8. Nehemiah. Look at that. Thou art the Lord God who did choose Abraham. You chose Abraham and brought us him out for, for out of the air of the Chaldees and gave him the name of Abraham and founded his heart faithful before thee and made a covenant with him 
to give the land of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, and the Perizzites, and the Jebusites, and the Gagites, to give it, I say to his seed, and has performed the works, for thou art righteous. Because what you performed your works because you are right, because you found in Abraham a faithful heart. God said, the reason why I perform my work with Abraham, because I found in Abraham a heart that is faithful. Faithful heart. A heart that is faithful. A heart that stands by its word. Amen. Yes. A faithful heart. He said you perform your works with Abraham. Because you found that in Abraham his heart was faithful. When Abraham says I will do it, he doesn't change. That is why you, you, you promise him his seed and your generation. Because some people, when they say they change, but when you show Abraham, say, This guy, I can take his word to the bank. I'm preaching. Can God take your word to the bank? <laughs> Faithful, steady, loyal. Reliable. God said, Abraham, no problem. If Abraham says he will do something, I can take it to the bank. And because of that character of Abraham, I will bless him. Amen. I will make his seed a nation. Amen. Because I can trust Abraham. Amen. I am talking about a faithful heart. Develop a faithful heart. We can trust a heart that is faithful. When you told that girl that you marry her, marry her, don't change your mind. Can the girl take your word to the bank? When you look at her and say that flesh of my flesh, when you look at her and say, sweetheart, you are a darling. I tell you, I tell you, when I saw you. I knew I found my missing rib. Hey. <laughs> the missing rib. Hey, people have Russell. I, 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 saw, I had a brother. When he was proposing to the, his beloved, he said, there was a darkness in me. A, a very, so, so there was a great darkness in me. And I couldn't know. But when I found you, Suddenly, I found that light has come, and I saw that you knew where the switch was. You were the switch. <laughs> yeah. He says, he said, when he saw the sister, he said, ah, you were the switch to bring on the light that was in me. Before you came, it was all darkness. But when I met you, I saw the switch. Raps. Raps. <laughs> Switch! You had a switch. So recently they were quiet. I said, hey, Where did the switch go? Oh, do so has got a switch. Hey, where did the switch go? Yeah. Raps! Yeah, Rams. 
you were a germ in the dust. <laughs> Rose! You understand? But are you faithful? Can, you, can she trust your word? Are you faithful? When you saw her, and when you saw her, and you promised her, are you faithful? Are you going to change your mind? Now you're going to tell me that <coughs> my mother say, your mother say what? I'm too young. <laughs> now, now you didn't know you were too young. When you were drinking her soup and the milk, now you didn't know you were young. Now you know you are young. <laughs> no. Faithful. Brother, be steady. Faithful. In my days, you see, now there's people who are coming there. In my days, when we told when a Christian brother says, a sister, I'll marry her, it is it. When I told my wife I'll marry her in her green dress and green shoe, I never changed my mind. <laughs> yeah. I remember the color of the dress the day I said. <laughs> What's a green dress? <laughs> yeah. And green shoes. Was a green red and a green dress and green shoes. I remember it clearly. Wow. I've never changed my mind. I said, I've never changed my mind. I have never changed my mind. Yeah. But brothers who have come nowadays, they just keep on changing their mind. Well, it's better for me to break the relationship. Oh, shame. If you're going to break it, like, shouldn't do that? Take your time. Don't let her nourish you. In fact, there's one brother in London who said, Look, you know, Red, I'm a bit confused. I said, Why are you confused? He said, You know, I see that there are two sisters I'm interested in. Two. And I said, So what's, what's the confusion? He said, You know, I like the lower part of this one and I like the upper part. <laughs> yes. He said, like, He likes the lower part of this one. And the upper part of this one, I said not. So are you saying we should? <laughs> faithful, what? You are faithful. You must be faithful. When you marry, you, see, you must be faithful to your wife. When you married her, she was Coca-Cola. Now she's murder. In every phase of life, you must be faithful to her. <laughs> Water like her. If she can't even coconut, stay like her. <laughs> Preaching. Faithful. Hallelujah. Yes. Be faithful. Yeah. Be faithful. Is somebody hearing me? Husbands, be faithful to your wife. Are you hearing me? Through all the changing scenes. And, and, and let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Stop comparing her to your old girlfriend. If you like that girl, you should have married her. Do you hear me? 
If you like that girl, you should have married her. If you didn't marry her and you were married to somebody's daughter, leave her alone. Stop comparing her. You are not like this. You are not like that. Please, you should have gone there. Yeah. Stop comparing her. Stop comparing her to the old one. Yeah. I'm saying it again. If you like her, you should have married her. Don't come and worry somebody's daughter. And stew, and two. Don't compare her cooking to your mother. Been cooking for sister two years. There's somebody small daughter. She's learning how to cook, and you're always comparing her cooking. Now go marry your mother. Let your mother cook for you. <laughs> Not this. <laughs> let your mother cook for you. Don't come and worry somebody's daughter. She's only 28. She's just learning how to cook. Your mother has been cooking for 65 years. And then you are comparing your, your mother's granola soup. <laughs> this guy should not even know what granola. He calls it peanuts. Definitely. He calls it peanuts. You are comparing your granola soup to this guy who knows peanuts. Oh, please. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah. Be faithful. Be faithful. Stop comparing. Is somebody hearing me? Yeah, be faithful. Have a faithful heart. God said, look, Abraham, you see, I'm sure, I'm sure the secret of blessing and prosperity. God said, Abraham, and I saw him, I know this guy. He's faithful. Therefore, because of that, I was willing to bless his generation. Because when Abraham says yes, he means yes. That's Abraham. He said, I will offer Isaac no matter the opposition he was going to do it. That's Abraham. Faithful. Abraham was faithful. You can take Abraham's word to the bank. And that's what God is looking for to bless. You wonder why God doesn't bless you? Because you're unfaithful. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. A faithful heart. A faithful heart. Study. You see, if you won't do it, don't say it. Oh, we are having a choir uh, uh, for this special program. Who will come? <laughs> then Edmund comes here Saturday. Now he's looking. <laughs> Yes! Why you only tell you are? If you won't come, why don't you tell my brother Eddie I can't come? Mercy, Lord. Just don't raise your hand, brother. Faithful, we are raising bread. We want partners for healing Jesus. Then we write your name. We do our calculation based on what you said. We are going to plan a crusade in Zambia. Based on what you say, you will give. Now, here, yeah, Zambians are waiting. <laughs> 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 
Faithful heart. Hallelujah. Who shall dwell in the holy place? Who shall dwell in the tabernacle of the most high? He that sweareth his own head. He's the one who qualifies to live in God's house. You want to get close to God when you say your word, stand by your word. Hallelujah. Yeah, it's a faithful heart. How many hearts, how many hearts have I given you today? Two? I talk about the encouraging heart. A believing heart. Okay, faithful heart. Okay, more. Don't worry. Whatever number you got, just pray that you become one of the hearts. <laughs> Another heart. Daniel chapter 1 verse 8. Daniel 1.8 But but Daniel purposed in his heart but Daniel purposed in his heart that he will not defile himself with the portion of the king's meat nor with the wine which he drank. But Daniel but Daniel but Daniel another heart I want to speak to you about is a purposeful heart. Daniel had a purposeful heart. What is a a purposeful heart? It's a heart of determination. It's a heart of what? Daniel was determined that no matter what, I will not eat this food. I am determined. Come high, come low. I am determined. Forceful heart. No matter the obstacles, no matter the challenges, I am determined. Listen to me. Develop a purposeful heart because some of you quit too early. You give up too early. Have a heart that no matter what it takes, this degree I will get it. heart. A heart that is determined to go through. Because success is not easy. A little obstacle that you throw in the towel. A purposeful heart. No matter how long it takes, I will finish this school. I am determined. No matter what it takes, I'm going to get this thing. Daniel determined in his heart whether there's a threat or no threat, this thing I won't take it. Daniel purpose in his heart. Purpose in your heart that I will wake up and pray no matter what it takes. Amen. I'm preaching to you. Amen. I need the morning prayer. So no matter what it takes, I will pray. Because I've seen that when I pray in the morning, things are different. So no matter what happens at work, how tired I am, as for waking up, I'll wake up and pray. Daniel, purpose in his heart. Why do you throw in the towel so easily? A little obstacle, then you give up. A little challenge, I'm done. I mean, I mean, I mean, you call every misfortune your destiny. No! Maybe, maybe this is my destiny. No, it is not your destiny, it's your laziness. Yeah. 
true heart. A heart that says that come high, come low. I'm going to get this. Amen. Somebody receive a purposeful heart. Amen. May your attitude change from today. Amen. Daniel had that heart. A heart that does not quit. A purposeful heart. Every time I think of this message, I remember one particular sister. I've never seen a determined heart like that before. Hey! She was about to get married. Okay? And you know how they go for bridal shopping. And she went to a shop. And she saw a wedding dress. Which looks very nice. Very, very nice. But she was up. Not the price. She was above the size. She was above the size of the dress. But the dress was beautiful. And the girl said, no matter what, this dress, I'll fit into it. <laughs> like this dress, on my wedding day, I'll wear it. Hey, I'm telling you a true story. This was about six months or three months or four months. The girl lost every weight. Because that dress must be worn. <laughs> Whatever it takes to lose this weight. Whether by gym, by chewing grass. <laughs> by fiber, whatever, fasting, chewing grass, drinking water, taking laxative. Come her wedding day. She was like day and night. She was glowing. And she told her, I told you. She told her, I told her, this dress I went. Told you. She was determined that this wedding dress, I wait. I'm going to fit in this right here. Have a purposeful heart. You can't even go on a strict weight loss. I'm tired. You're tired. What? You're tired. You are tired. You are getting too big. Stop being tired. Look. Purposeful heart. Are you hearing me? Yeah. Yeah. Daniel was determined. Determined that look, I will finish this school. No matter what credits it takes, I will finish this school. I will finish this course. I will get this nursing certificate. I'm preaching to you. It's a prophetic word for somebody. And God will help you. I say, and God will help you. May God give you a determined heart. Amen. God will help you. You'll be surprised. God will help you. Amen. God will actually help you. You will go through it. Because Daniel determined in his heart. You see, after the determination, God gave him favor. You see, you are asking why will not God give Because you, are, you yourself, you don't believe in it. But if you believe, God will help you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Am I preaching to saints? Yes. Am I preaching to people who are determined? Yes. I'm preaching. I said, I'm not people who are determined. Yes. Believe that there'll be a turnaround. Yes. I said, believe that there'll be a turnaround. Yes. Believe that this is not my end. Amen. I'm purposed to get this thing done. Yes. Purpose will not. Two. Yeah. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Determined. You see, determined. That's what Daniel did. That's what Daniel did. He purposed. Yeah. 
strong decision. Contrary to what is everybody. No, no, no. This is Andrew. Look. I speak to somebody here. That vision you have. Don't throw it away. God will give you the grace. And the purposeful heart. It will be accomplished. It will be accomplished. I say it will be accomplished. I say it will be accomplished. Hallelujah. And finally for today. I'm talking about an established heart. Establish. Hebrews 13.9. Hebrews 13.9. Be not carried. <laughs> and this is for you. For everybody in this church. I'm not speaking to the whole congregation. The God is saying, be not carried about with diverse. And strange doctrines. Don't be carried with diverse and strange doctrines. For it is a good thing that the heart be established with grace. Do not be carried away with diverse and strange doctrines. For it is a good thing that the heart be established. I'm talking about an established heart. A heart that is set. And I'm speaking to you as my church members. Don't be swayed by new new churches, new moves, new doctrines. Don't be carried away. New prophets. What is the prophet? Hey, okay, okay. My hope will be. What? I've seen what? <laughs> seen what? What have you seen? Hey, I said something about you. They have a voice. I also I know that voice. I see something about you. There's something around you. They, they, you know, and the way the things are going, I tell you. You see that living that you are doing, the house before you went there, you don't know that was a spirit there. That is why every money you pay from the living, it goes into a basket and it's not prospering. Because there's something in that living environment. Hey, my sister, bring fifteen dollars and I will do some better. And you two, you are going. You are and you two, you are going. Hey, hey now hear this prophet. He has eyes. Me, I don't have eyes. Me, I don't have eyes. Me, I don't have eyes. Me, who knows you and I don't have eyes. Please, if they're talking about eyes, I have more eyes than those guys. Diverse and strengthening. It's a good thing to be established. Yes. That your heart be easy. If you are a member of this church or for that person closely, be established. This is a good church. Yes. Prophecy is here. Teaching is here. Doctrine is here. Anointing is here. Be established. Yes. Be established. Because the Bible says that a double-minded person is unstable in all his ways. Yes. 
Don't be double-minded. Look, take a decision. Be established. Establish. I am here. Because, you see, prosperity comes with establishment. The Bible says that like trees planted by the rivers of water, you shall bear your fruit. For you to bear fruit and to see beauty, you must be planted. So stop being double-minded. You want to see prosperity, be planted. That's why I keep on saying that whatever food you are doing, if you stop, look, if you find somebody who says, I'm going to be a garbage collector and stays as it for a long time, you prosper. Then you, who start as a nurse, then you change you to technology, then you change you to beautician. Every year you change your major. That's why you haven't done anything. Finally, yes. Be established. Don't be swayed by strange doctrines. This is the church of God. If you are here, be planted in this church. This type of a head that this man has come is powerful. Powerful for what? What is power anyway? I'm asking you a question. What, is, what do you call power anyway? What is power? Hey, hey, is that power? Come on. What is power? You talk about prophecy? Prophetic? We speak a true prophet. I told this lady here that God is going to give you a house. She's sitting right here. Prophecy? Shepherd's meeting. Green. Prophecy, don't let me tell a lot of things about you. Prophecy, the gift of God, I should tell you. Let me speak like a fool. Prophecy and preaching and healing. As, as, uh, yes, their son was a little boy having seizures. BJ, this BJ came to the hospital. I laid her in the hospital from that day. She just stopped. That's what. Don't let me talk. Don't, don't let me. I'm talking about credible miracles. Not a guy in my home, you see what? <laughs> don't, don't let me say all this. But God forgive me if I'm boasting. Don't, don't let me say all things. I don't want to boast. Miracles! Please. Like, Father, we don't come with our shoes stand up and we don't. Guys, you have testimonies. They can even tell me that. You have a testimony out there. All these guys. I'm financial. Money testimony, they can tell you. I'm talking about real dollars, not two and four dollars. Listen to be established. You are talking about a true prophet. A man who. What's that verse? It says, Fear the prophet who, when he speaks, it shall come to pass. Yeah, they should find it. Let me show you. I'm a prophet. A real prophet. Then I'm talking about Dagwood Mills. When you see a 25-year-old guy who has nothing walking in a bare land in a dilapidated place in Kolegon called Accra. Nothing there. And as he's walking up and down, he said, I see the Lord building a mountain. And on that mountain, it's a huge campus. And there are trees and there are beautiful houses. And uh, people will be worshipping God. I see a prayer garden. And today when you go to Anakazo, it's the most beautiful campus in the whole of Africa. I'm talking about prophets. He 
was 25, there was nothing there. But the prophet which shall presume to speak a word in my name, which I have not commanded him to speak, or that he shall speak in the name of other gods, even that prophet shall die, because some of them presume to speak. And if thou shalt say in thine heart, how shall we know the word which is, how shall we know the word which the Lord had not spoken? How do we know? When a prophet speaketh in the name of the Lord, if the thing follow not, nor come to pass, that is the thing which the Lord had not spoken. But the prophet had spoken it presumptuously. Do, thou shalt not be afraid of him. Because what he's saying, God hasn't said it. Even though he may scream and may pour oil, they have all sorts of I'm washing your feet. Washing what feet? <laughs> Don't be afraid of him. Okay? That should not be afraid of him. So it means that the one who speaks and it comes to pass, he's the one who should be afraid of him. So when you see someone that there's nothing, barely 22 years old, 25 years old, nothing. He prophesies that I see a mountain of the Lord. And today when you go there, it is it's the most beautiful campus in the whole of Africa. Amen. With nothing. That's the prophet you should fear. Not a prophet who cannot point to his church. By the way, most of those people, their churches, their lifespan is three years. So after three years, the whole thing collapsed. Because it was built on the wrong foundation. Oh yes. I'm very serious. If the foundations be wrong, what can the righteous do? How do you go to a church that you don't even know where the pastors come from? To everybody, eh, this is a prophet. What is your foundation? It's like going to the hospital, doctor, the doctor without credentials. You know, we don't like somebody to operate without without credentials. So why do you go to somebody that they will just pick up the street and say he's a prophet? Prophet for what? And the, the basis for the prophecy is the way they speak. That's all. And the shoe they wear. The accreditation for the... And they bleached. And I'm good. Yeah, you know, that's another thing you add to it. Yeah. And they come with a show. Hey, let's, let's, a show. A show. Let's you can bring you a show. If I remind me. I have an authentic show from Israel. Not from, not the one bought here. Israel with written in Hebrew is in my closet. If that's what I want you to say, I'll bring it next week. So I'm gonna come. <laughs> Maybe next week I should bring my show. Prof, remind me. Authentic show from Israel. Okay? From the Holy Land itself. Not the one but from Kantamanto. From the <laughs> original habit. Look. Yeah, with it has Jewish inscription. Mine. Mine is actually written in Hebrew. It's originally from Jerusalem. I'm talking about from Jerusalem. So if you want that to, I can compromise and pray for you. What is that? No problem. <laughs> Prophet one. <laughs> Look, what I'm trying to say is that, and I'm not really talking about this. Wherever you are, be established. Be established in your marriage. Be, this is a woman I will marry no matter what I'm established. You see, have a mind that look, this one, whether she insult me or fight, this, this, we, we are in it together. Some days are good, some days are bad. We day inside. <laughs> are you hearing me, church? Be established. Take a decision. 
be established. A double-minded person is unstable. Hallelujah. Yeah. Be established. Oh, see, don't have itchy ears. Don't be an Athenian having itchy ears. I, I will challenge you. See, I, will I will tell people that look, think small. Why don't you check history? There is nothing new under the sun. That which has been is that which will be. Okay? Why don't you do a bit of history and research? This type of churches who spring up from all over the places. I, see, I'm not, please don't get me wrong. I'm not challenging people's calling. But be careful where. where? Good That's what I'm trying to say. That's why you need to do a little bit of research. And be careful what lands are laid upon you. Don't allow every hand to be laid upon you. Do not, do not, do not. I'm a spiritual person. Take heed what hands are laid upon you. Yes, it's true. Take heed. Take heed what hands are laid upon you. Don't allow anybody to lay their hands on you just by like. I'm not questioning. What I'm saying that Thessalonians says, prove all things and hold fast that which is true. Hallelujah. Amen. And if you have a ministry that you want to go and do, you are free to go. But don't disturb other people's churches. Thank you. Let's go. Don't disturb other people's churches. For Paul said, if I destroy the things which I build, I make myself a transgressor. Don't destroy. Somebody put two blocks in there and take one block. It's not necessary. There are many, so many souls out there. Let's win souls for the Lord. Amen. I said, let's win souls for the Lord. Amen. Look, I want to tell you, be established. Amen. Be established. Yes. Because prosperity comes with establishment. Amen. Prosperity comes with establishment. Amen. Prosperity comes with establishment. If you want to prosper and flourish, be established. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And God will bless you. Amen. I didn't hear your amen. I said, God will bless you. Amen. I said, I didn't hear. I said, God will bless you. Amen. I said, God will bless you. Amen. You'll be established in your marriage. Amen. Established in your church. Amen. Be established in your job. Amen. There's nobody. You see, I prophesy to you that you will leave the job when you want to leave. They cannot fire you. Amen. Somebody receive that prophecy. Amen. I said, you will leave when you want to leave. Nobody can fire you. Because you are establishing it. Stand up to your feet and let's close. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Ancient words ever true. Changing me and changing you. We have come with open hands. All the ancient words impart. Ancient words ever true. Ever true. Changing me. Changing you. And changing you. We have come with open hearts, all of the 
praises. Long praises for our walk. For our walk. In this world. There is With God's own heart. Yes, Lord. All the ancient words to God. Ancient words ever true. Changing me. Changing me. Changing you. And changing you. For we have come, Lord. We have come with open hearts. All of the ancient words in power. With every eye closed and every head bowed. You are here this afternoon. You are not sure about your faith. You are not sure whether you are a Christian or not. Romans chapter 10 verse 10. If you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth, you shall be saved. Salvation comes by believing. Please, no movement. I beg you. Let them wait. Salvation comes by believing. So this afternoon, you are not saved. But please, this is very, I don't want any movement. This is why God sent his son to die. With every eye closed and every head bowed. Lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. I want your hand to go above your head. I see your hand. Oh, my brother, I see your hand. God bless you. Salvation comes. God is hearing you. God is seeing you. I see your hand. God bless you. God bless you. God is hearing you. God is saving you. God is delivering you. Please, if you lift up your hand and you are serious, come. Just meet me halfway and I'll pray for you. God bless you. Now say this after me. Heavenly Father, this afternoon, I commit my life to you. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name. Jesus. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Please take your seat. We hope you've been blessed. Feel free to join any of our services. Contact us at qfcannouncements at gmail.com. That's qfcannouncements at gmail.com.